A quick reminder, the hosts of this show are employees of Mach 1 Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only and nothing said on the show should be taken as investment advice. Employees and clients of Mach 1 Financial Group may maintain positions in the securities or strategies discussed. Hello and welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment where we provide financial informational topics such as investing, insurance, financial planning, and everything related to your money. This is Mike Frost and today on the podcast we'll be discussing 2021 goals and resolutions. First of all, let's welcome back to the podcast our CEO and founder, David. David, how are you feeling today? I'm, I'm doing great. All recovered from COVID and uh, feeling good. Looking forward to a, a brighter 2021. I'm excited about today's topic too, about goal setting. So I'm looking forward to today's podcast. Well, we're glad you're doing well. Glad to have you back at the office. And then Matt, Matt, how are you feeling? I'm great. You know, I too had COVID thanks to my <laughs> outstanding boss, David, I believe gave it to me, but I'm feeling great back to about hundred percent. So happy to be here. Well, we're glad to have you both back. And of course we have Natalie Wilson, our marketing director and the, our podcast extraordinaire, making us look good on the podcast. Natalie, how are you feeling today? I'm doing wonderful. She's doing wonderful because she spent her first Christmas in her new home. Fantastic, Natalie. And she never had COVID, so that helped. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, folks, here. As we draw 2020 to a close, many of us are glad it's just about over, uh, for one. Now we get to look forward to 2021. And as a famous quote states, if you aim at nothing, you'll surely hit it. We can all start now to plan for our very best in 2021 by establishing goals, or some people call them resolutions. So today we'll be discussing some of the goals, resolutions you may want to think about incorporating into 2021. All right, David, as far as goals, I know you're big at goal setting. You ask us to do goal setting. So why should we do goals? Well, because uh, studies show, and I know Matt's got some data on this, studies show that if that those who write down their goals, especially if you write them down regularly and review them regularly, you're far higher, you're, you're far more likely to achieve those goals than if you've just got some nebulous thought out there in your mind. Like you kind of started the, the podcast off with, if you aim at nothing, you'll surely hit it. Well, that that's true. That's why it's important to have goals so that you know what you're aiming for. Um, <clears throat> early on when, when I was new in business, my mentor, a guy by the name of Chuck Beal, he sent me to a, a course actually, like a full-blown course on goal setting out in San Diego by an author who writes about goals and the power of setting goals. Uh, his name is Brian Tracy. And uh, that's where I kind of learned the power of goal setting. And, and essentially it talked about how if you if you have these goals and you write them down, your subconscious mind is always thinking, even when you're sleeping, your subconscious mind is always thinking about those goals and figuring out how to get you to uh, achieve those goals. So that's why it's so important to have them written down. And, and Matt, I know you've got some statistics that you want to share on that. Yeah, I was sharing with David and Mike a minute ago that the Harvard study, a lot of, I think a lot, I think this is a fairly well-known study, even though neither of you had heard of it. I've heard it's made up, but Nonetheless, just bear with me here to make a point. The the Harvard study, Harvard Business School, a lot of Harvard graduates had come back. It was a homecoming, and they did a survey on who had set goals and who had written them down. And the, the meat of it gets to the point that 3% of the Harvard business students 
had goals and had written them down. And 10 years later, when these students were surveyed, those three, that 3% were on, on average earning 10 times as much income as the other 97% combined. Okay, man, let's get this right. So of all those Harvard students that came back, only 3% of a Harvard students wrote down their goals? Yes, that's correct. And that 3% were making 10 times what the other folks that did not write their goal down? That's correct. Now, one of the 3% could have been like Mark Zuckerberg or something. I have no idea. But yes, that's correct. Uh, the 3% were earning 10 times what the other 97% were earning. Sound like a good reason to write down goals. Yeah. I mean, it's it goes to that point. You know, I think a common struggle for a lot of people is getting the monotonous of life, like the monotony of life, like getting up and just going through the same routines, the same thing. And if you don't have a goal or something that you're working towards, that's what anything's going to feel like, right? That's you're right. just doing the same thing over. If you're not trying to move forward or get to the next thing or working towards something and without setting goals, you don't know what those things are items or goals are you're right and it's an important motivator it keeps you motivated and um you know gives you a reason to wake up in the morning and go to work and and continue to press towards achieving those goals um and it's really fulfilling when you when you achieve them you know for example i i was uh it's kind of funny that we're talking about this topic because it was just like maybe two weeks ago i found the list of goals from that I'd written from back in 2009. I think I shared this with Mike the day I found them. And uh, most of those goals have been accomplished today. And it's just kind of, it's just kind of neat looking back and seeing that it, it really does work. I mean, not to say that you're going to achieve every, just because you write it down, you're going to achieve it. Um, you, what will happen is you'll just naturally start to focus on the ones that are most important to you. And th- those, those, those top two or three most important goals is what your subconscious will always be kind of focused on and, and driving you to accomplish those, those most important goals. So well, Matt, your study said only 3% wrote theirs down. And as we know, as a nation, only about 3% of people nationwide write theirs down. So if you want to be in the top 3% of the country, all you got to do is have goals and write them down. Yeah. When, and when I've been most successful at this, which has been, hardly ever and for very short periods of time but uh it's it's when i've been committed to them in, mo- in various areas of my life not just one area so not just like okay i'm going to set some professional goals and go for them and then i mean pizza every night you know gaining weight like crazy that's not when i've really been kind of hit, hitting all on all cylinders it's when i've you know been focused on health spiritual goals business goals and all three or four of those have been clicking together seems like things are going well and I'm really making some progress. That's right. It's important to maintain a life balance. That's what, that's one of the things they taught me at that goal setting course that I referenced earlier out in San Diego with um, Brian Tracy, that if you just focus, for example, on a financial goal and you disregard your, you know, your family goals, your spiritual goals, your uh, fitness goals, et cetera, you're going to have an unbalanced life. So you might end up hitting those financial goals but you might you might ruin your family in the process if you don't if you don't have goals for a, a well balanced life. So it's important to have goals in in order to maintain that well balanced life. To have goals in the four F's: faith. So, for example, you know one of my goals is to have my daily devotional, my daily quiet time. Uh, so faith, 
family, fitness, and finance. You could also add education to that list. But uh, those are the four big ones, faith, family, fitness, and financial. And and it's also important kind of on, you, you hit on this briefly, Matt, it's important to have measurable and achievable goals. Now, you don't want to set the bar so low that you, the, the goal needs to be big enough that it feels almost unattainable, but it needs to be attainable. For example, if I'm if I'm four foot five, I wouldn't put down that I want to be able to dunk a basketball or become an NBA player, right? That would be an unattainable goal. Uh, so you have to have realistic and attainable goals, but they should seem that you should set the goal high enough that it almost that it seems almost out of reach. And to go along with that, there's an acronym that you can go with. It's called SMART. Specific, measurable, attainable, relatable, and t- has a timetable with it. SMART. Specific, measurable, attainable, relatable, and has a timetable. SMART goals. And you just crushed every dream of every 12-year-old boy who's four foot five <laughs> who's listening to the <laughs> That's right. So, David, since we're a financial podcast, um, all those Fs that you mentioned, family, faith, fitness, education, they're all important. But on a financial podcast, if we were recommending some goals for people to do in 2021, what would be some of the things we would suggest? I would recommend you, if you don't already have a budget, have a goal to have a budget. And we can help you with that. Or if you don't already have an advisor, I mean, uh, Mike, you've shared this statistic before. I can't remember what it is, but, you know, what percent, something like 17%, 17% of Americans have a financial advisor. And those who do have an advisor tend to do much better. You know why? Because it kind of has to do with what we're talking about today. It's that top of mind awareness. It's having that at the foref- the the importance of your finances at the forefront of your mind by having that financial accountability partner that increases the odds that you're going to be successful in that department of life, if you will. So if you don't already have a, a financial advisor, you might set a, a new year's resolution, a goal to, to get an advisor. If you don't already have an, a budget, you, you need to set a goal to, uh, to have a budget. Those, those two things will definitely put you on a good track to be successful, at least in that one F area, the area of finance. Right. And one thing I see a lot with people coming in is, um, they have setting goals is difficult for people, right? Yeah. And I, I tell yeah, that's why only three percent do it. Probably. Yeah, 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 because it can be scary, intimidating. People get stuck in the kind of the day to day life, and and so and I think the, people can be scared to write it down because they feel like, oh, well, what if I what if I'm unsuccessful? Yeah, the fear yeah. of failure. The I fear mean, it's of one failure. Of the biggest fears yeah. that all of us deal with. But I always tell clients or pro, you know people that I'm working with and meeting with that one of the most difficult parts of a financial plan is getting people to dream or think outside of the box or set goals because they'll, they, we ultimately first help them answer the question, am I going to have enough? Right. But what we can't do for people is dream for them and tell them what they want to do. And that is, that is very difficult as an advisor to get people to. And so I love it when, when someone comes in and says, you know, Matt, we want to do this in five years, and this is what we're working towards because we put a plan together and we make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so important to have, to be able to dream, to be able to think big because, you know, the Bible talks about where there is no vision, the people perish. If you don't have a big vision for your life, a big goal, um, you you get bogged down in the day-to-day 
grind of life and you lose motivation. That's where I think, that's why I think people have midlife crises is because they don't have goals. They don't have aspirations that they're achieving for, uh, uh, striving towards. So it's important to have a vision. Um, and it's also important to dream big. You know, when I went through that goal setting course out in San Diego, um, you know, I mentioned earlier, one of my faith goals is to have my daily quiet time. And I came across this verse back at that stage of life. I'd probably come across it before, but you know how the Bible is. It takes on a different meaning depending on what you're going through at the time in your life. And so I came across this verse, Ephesians 3.20, when I was in that goal-setting stage of my life. It says, To him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. So when I came across that verse, I was like, well, if God's able to do immeasurably more than I can even imagine, I'm going to imagine big, dream big, and and do big. So it is important to be able to dream a little and be able to, like I said earlier, set that that bar high enough to where it feels like it's just almost out of reach. It, right. it should feel almost out of reach. I like your SMART acronym that you mentioned earlier. Can you mention that one more time? Specific, measurable, attainable, relatable with a timetable. Yeah, all of those specific. So it needs to be a specific goal rather than just some nebulous, you know, it needs to be specific or measurable and attainable and with a timetable. That's important too. I will accomplish this by a certain end date. Those are all important. You and Matt have been talking about dreaming and we absolutely should dream. But then once we have our dreams, we have to put steps in place to make that happen. Yeah. And I loved it. You mentioned early, the first thing you said for 2021, if you're not doing a budget, do a budget because we can have all the great dreams in the world, but if we don't plan toward it and make steps toward it, and one of the key first steps, I think you both would agree, is you got to know where your money's going. That's a great point. With any with any big goal, it needs to be broken down into sub goals, right? So if you said, I want to have a million dollars or whatever, well, you'd have to think, I want to have a million dollars by a certain point in time, right? That's the timetable part of the SMART acronym. You would have to break that down to measurable into sub steps. Well, what's it going to take to get there? Well, if I don't have a budget, it's going to take a budget. If I don't have a, a financial advisor, it probably increases my odds that I can get there with with a good advisor. Um, what other steps is it going to take to get? There? Well, I'm going to have to save X amount per month every month from now until that date in order to achieve that goal. And so th- that's what I mean by breaking up a big goal into measurable, attainable sub goals to get you to that big goal. Yeah. So if we got people sitting out there that says, okay, I understand budget's important. How do I do a budget? Well, we can help you with that. Right, Natalie? Natalie has done a great job of putting out on our website a thing called Money School. If you go to the Mach 1 website, go to events. The first thing on there is Money School. And the very first one, I believe, is on budgeting. Walks you through step-by-step how to do a budget. And if you're saying, well, it's, const- it's constraining and I-, I don't feel, it is absolutely the opposite. Hey, do a budget for a year. If you don't like it, you can stop. But if you've never done one, you can't say you know what the details are or what the impact is. Absolutely. And one thing, listen, do you, David, talk through budgeting and thinking outside the box and dreaming is, you know, getting to that million dollars. Say somebody set that goal of getting to a million dollars. It's easy 
with as humans and the limited minds that we have, I feel like a lot of people will immediately go to their current reality and try to fit a million dollars into that. Like, how do I get there? That's right. And it's okay. So let's, let's create a budget. Let's spend less. Let's save more with what we are. But let's also think of like, well, how can I go make more money? How can I make more money? How can I change my current reality to get to that million dollars? Not trying to force it into just what I know today. And that's, that's just a difficult thing for a lot of people to, you know, is you're on it. Maybe you're making a salary and you have a fixed income, well, how do you change that? Yeah. Right? How can I go make more money? How can it, I do different it's things? A, it's a fantastic point. I'm glad you brought it up. But And it's part of that dreaming big that I talked about earlier that you you need to, when you're, when you're setting goals for yourself, my recommendation is you get out of your normal uh, place. Go out in a, a beautiful place in nature, for example, by yourself and just be still for a while and and then start to start to think about life in those four areas that we talked about faith what would your life be look like if your faith was where you wanted it to be family what would your life look like if your family relationships were were perfect what what kind of relationship would you have with your wife with your children grandchildren what have you uh same thing in the area of fitness you know what would your life look like if if you were if you had the uh, physical fitness that you ideally would want to have. And then financial, what would your, what would life look like if you had the ideal finances? And then you, you so you just start to kind of take away the mental barriers that you were talking about, Matt, rather than thinking about what life is today and what you think is possible. You start to think outside the box and you start to remove those barriers and and then you then you you really start to get to the power the true power of goal setting when you start to remove those barriers you start to realize that god's able to do immeasurably more than you can imagine so dream big in each of those areas and set big goals and just realize it's going to take some time to get there but if you keep focusing on them you keep writing them down you keep meditating on those goals you're far more likely to get there than if you didn't do that and this is not a one and done thing. Once you once you write your goals down, and Matt just gave the statistics about people that do that are far more successful. Guess what? You're probably going to achieve those, and then it's like, well, I need to set bigger goals, right? Different goals. So this is an ongoing process. That's right. Continuous improvement, you might say. Continuous personal improvement. It's an ongoing process, like you said, Mike. The Japanese have a word for that called kaizen continuously improving. Okay. So we talked about doing budget. We do a budget, right? Okay. Now we got a budget done. Now, what do I do next? Uh, like I mentioned, uh, you, if you're just talking about the area of finance, yes, hire a financial advisor. Okay, Dave. So we get our budget done. Uh, we hire a financial advisor. Is that all we need to do in 2021? I, I think one of your goals should be to get out of debt. Uh, it's so important, right? Because every, every dollar you're spending on debt services, dollars that aren't going into your own pocket, which helps get you to that goal. Whatever your goal is, you're going to get there faster, financially speaking, if you don't have debt. You read all kinds of books, Millionaire Next Door, uh, Retire Inspired, all these books that are built off of interviews with millionaires. Debt is not something they use to become a millionaire. Uh, That's right. They pay pay their things with cash. They drive used cars. Uh, You don't know they're millionaires. You don't, they're not flashy. So if that's one of your goals, then do what millionaires do. 
get out of debt, stay out of debt. They do it with a budget. They have a financial advisor. And along the road there, they also do something we call saving money. What a concept. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, saving, obviously, you can't get to your financial goals if you're not consistently saving money week after week, month after month, year after year. We saw that this year in 2020. I mean, lots of folks that we know lost their jobs or got laid off or something like that. And if you didn't have money saved, what we call an emergency fund for just that, I mean, now you got a job issue and you got a money issue. So having that three to six months of expenses set aside in a savings account gives you cushion between you and life. And if you don't have that, 2021 will be a great time for you to build that. And how do you build it? Well, you live on a budget. Oh, these all fit together, don't they? And then you save some money and you have a financial advisor. And am I out of debt? It's a whole lot easier to save money. And just think about it. If you didn't have any debt, your three to six months of expenses, that number comes a lot smaller because you're making no payments. That's right. And um, I know we've already hit on this, but I just, I do want to reemphasize. I mean, we're talking a lot about the financial goals because that's obviously what we do here at Mach 1 Financial. But I do want to restress to make sure that you set goals for yourself in those other areas. Faith, that ought to be the first one. Your faith goals, your family goals, your fitness goals, your financial goals, and maybe depending on your stage of life, your educational goals. If you do that, write them down. I would encourage, I would recommend two to three goals in each of those four or five areas that I just mentioned. and. And then I would further recommend, if you're really serious about it, write them down every single day, every single day. I think a first, a great first place to start with this is, and you talk about this, David, all the time, at like Monday morning staff meetings and and prayer time is praying for wisdom. Yeah. When we're thinking about goals and writing these things down, because I know an internal struggle for me, and I'm open with clients about this, is as an advisor having so much emphasis on planning for the future, but also knowing we're not guaranteed tomorrow. That's right. And it's a, there's a balance that I think, you know, as advisors we have to find and as humans in general, we have to find how are we wise and good stewards with what we're giving, but how do we always maximize today? Because we don't know if there'll be a tomorrow. It's a great point. But in terms of your charitable giving, you know, making sure you're not so right. So focused on budgeting and saving and so tight that you're, that you're not. Oh, you're not living life with what I call an open hand and, and trusting God to refill it. You know, we should be, when it comes to finances, we should be rivers and not ponds. Ponds collect scum and algae and get nasty. Rivers, especially a mountain stream, you know, they're clean and beautiful because they, you know, just it just keeps flowing through. That's how our life should be financially. You should think of yourself, you should be a river, not a pond. So, Live life with an open hand when God blesses you. Be charitable. Trust God to refill it, and uh, your life will take on a lot more meaning, and and you'll be blessed for it. Wow. We could go on for another day or two on this one. Great information with Matt and David here and Natalie talking about goals or resolutions, whatever you want to call it for 2021. Bottom line is, folks, if you need to write them down. We talked about the four Fs, about your faith, about your family, about your fitness. And of course, finances, and again, depending on your age, your educational goals, write them down, sit down and write them down. And it's like keeping score in a ball game. I mean, who would play ball if you didn't keep score? That way you know if you're going to win or not. 
All right, so write those down. And, and at the end of next year, this time next year, you're going to look back on those like, wow, yeah, I accomplished that by June or July or something. You'll be amazed at how you accomplish your goals. All right, folks, and don't forget about dreaming. I love it what Matt said. We got to dream. Think big. Dream about it. If you can imagine it, you could probably achieve it. All right. Okay, folks. Natalie, you want to share with us uh, how the folks can submit a question to the podcast? Yes, you can email podcast at mock-onefinancial.com or you can head on over to our website and we have a little podcast tab and you can submit questions there as well. All right. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you for producing this show and doing all the behind the scenes work that makes us all look good here. Job well done. We can't do this without you. All right. So I want to, normally Mike does the thought for the day, but I'm going to do the thought for the day today because this is a quote that I came across again during that goal setting session that I was talking about. And it just goes along perfectly with what we've been talking about today. It's a quote by Henry Ford. And he said, whether you think you can or you think you cannot, Either way, you're right. So it's important to, you know, have those goals and have a belief that that you can accomplish it. Don't don't be afraid. Don't be so afraid to fail that you fail to dream. That's a great quote in ends up sell. That's by David Lee, folks. You got it right here, firsthand. All right, folks, that's it for today. We appreciate you listening to the podcast, and we look forward to you joining us next time on the Mach 1 Market Moment. Mach 1 Financial Group, Inc. Mach 1 is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular skill level or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment advice. Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, please visit www.mach-1financial.com disclosures.